Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Hashtag Be Inspired by She Heals. How are you doing today? I trust you're good and well, thank God. Now happy giving gratitude to God this morning for waking you up, priceless. Also, I want to thank those who have visited the website, www.shereallyheals.com. Thank you for your comments and your messages. God bless. You're awesome. And you know I love you guys. Well, today is a new day and I want to speak about something called destiny. Now, the person you are destined to be is actually who you decide to be. That's what some people say. Well, what do you say about it? I have a story today and I'd like you to listen and enjoy and I hope you do enjoy and I hope it's also a blessing to you and it makes a difference. Now here it goes. Now Felix was a boy who grew up in a humble home but from the day he was born and he started school he knew he wanted to become something really great. He didn't know how to go about it but he decided I'm gonna be great and every time his parents were around him they were humble farmers they could not afford to send him to school obviously but he found his way to school first of all he was blessed he was sponsored to primary school by a Catholic priest and same thing in secondary school now when he got to university he got admission but there was no one to pay his way but that didn't stop him he got some work done during the summer holidays got enough money to start school he knew that as soon as he got into uni he would make a way for himself so when he got into uni he did odd jobs he helped students to clean to wash clothes and iron he made enough money and eventually he began to sell second-hand clothes and that's how he saw himself through university now once he graduated he went back home with a 2-1 a second-class upper in economics I mean that was a fit for someone who struggled so hard and hardly had time to read but his parents were not as happy as he thought they would be his father and mother said, well okay you're done so now this is what I have to say to you said his father look at John over there he's in a Bodoniwo now for those of you who don't know what that means it means he's in England or America or somewhere out of the country the people in the eastern part of Nigeria call it Obodoyibo. So his father said to him, look, he's in Obodoyibo. You go and make some money. You go there and send us pounds and all that. His mom to say, look, Ungozi's mother, that's what she sent. Soso's mother, that's what they sent. This is what they all sent to them. Now, I need you to buy me wrappers. Your father is about to take a chief title title in the, in the village. This is what he needs. Your twin sisters are there. You have to pay their way. Now, remember, this is a guy who just graduated. He didn't even have a job yet. But as far as they were concerned, it was time for him to start to bring money so that they begin to enjoy. And he needed to find his way abroad as quick as possible to go get things sorted. Now he sat there and he wasn't really surprised because throughout his university, they didn't even ask him how he got through it. All they expected was for him to send money to them and they took it. So he decided to go back to Lagos. Now that was in the village in the east. So when he got back to Lagos, he went to one of his best friends who were in school and said to him, look, oh boy, what am I going to do? I need a job. I need to do something. I need to work. I need money. You know, he just kept talking to that one. And that one said, look, don't worry. Before you even start anything, let's go see what your destiny says. Let's go see if you're going to make money. Now, for those of you who don't live in Africa, most times people believe that they'll go to a priest or a habalist or someone who will tell them their future so that they'll know which direction to go. So he and his friend decided to go to this prayer man and that's what they did. Now, when they got to this prayer man, the prayer man laid hands on this guy called Felix and prayed for him. And after he had prayed for him, he said to him, hmm, young one, you have a very bright future. Now, the only thing that I was shown by God 
is that your destiny is across the waters. And the guy goes, Felix goes, across the waters? Where? And the man of God said, well, I don't know, but I just saw you across waters and I know that that's where your destiny lies. Hmm, that's interesting. So when Felix left the place, he thought to himself, hmm, this must be Europe. It must be Europe. Europe is across the waters. I know my destiny lies in Europe. Now all I have to do is get to Europe no matter what it takes. So he told his friend and his friend said, are you sure? It could be anywhere. He said, no, 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 it is across the it's across the waters and that has to be Europe. He didn't care if it was across the river in Africa or somewhere. All he knew was that that was Europe and he had to get there all. So what did he do? Well, he decided to start trying to get a visa. Now, for those of you who don't need visas, visas are, you know, paper documents that you have, like a travel documents to get you out of one country into another. And people who live in Nigeria need that for almost all countries. So he decided he had to go and try and get it. But you must understand in this part of the world to get a visa, you need to have like money in your account. You need to have a reason why they think you're going to come back to the country. If you don't have all those reasons, you can't go and apply for a visa. And he didn't have that because he didn't have a job. He wasn't married. He didn't have a steady family. He didn't have anything that would hold him down to Nigeria. And he knew he couldn't go and apply for it officially. He didn't even have the money in his account and there was no one to help him do that. So he decided to use this people they call agents. Now, this agents, you give them money and they try and get you visas. So while he was investigating around, someone told him, oh, there is a group of people, they can help you. So he went there, he went to his bank account, took out 70% of his savings and gave it to them. And they said in six months, he would get a visa to go to Europe and he should come back. He kept going back. When it was six months, he went back. They said, don't worry, we'll soon do it. He went back the seventh, the eighth, the ninth. After a year of going back, he knew these people had defrauded him and there was no way out. He was so disappointed. Now, meanwhile, after that happened, his other friend said to him, look boy, you know what? Why don't you forget about this Europe? My company is willing to send you for masters in this country. And as soon as you finish, you've gotten a job. It's guaranteed and it's a good job. It pays well. Oh my gosh, Felix was so upset. He said to him, get thee behind me, Satan. You know my destiny is not in this country to go and do masters and get a job. My destiny is over the waters. You heard you were there. Now you want me to stay here and do my masters and get a job? You must be joking. That's not my destiny. So he got upset with this guy. You know, he stormed out of the room and everything. And his friend was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just trying to help you. Don't help me. And he left. Anyway, the journey continued. So Felix did some odd jobs and he started to troll the streets, asked so many questions. He went online, he started to research and everything. And then one day, luck shine on him. He found this company online who said, we can get you to Europe without a visa. And you don't even have to get the plane, but we'll get you to Europe. Now that was surprising. How was he going to get to Europe? Well, they said, come over. And see, so he, he, he did, he put a phone call across and he called these people and they gave him an appointment to come. So he went on the day of the appointment. He got there. They were like some other people milling around. After a few minutes, they were called into a hall. And this man said, look, you want to go to Europe? You can't get a visa. We can help you. And he told them what to do. And he said, have you got any money? They paid some, take a form. We need you to fill it in. Do you have any family? Do you have any illnesses? Do you have any this and that? And he filled a form and they gave him a date two months later 
to turn up dressed as a Bedouin. For those who don't know what a Bedouin dress is like, those people, the, the Arabs that live in the desert, you know, just dress like them with wraps and everything over your head and wear comfortable shoes, carry a rucksack and nothing else and turn up here two months from now. So Felix was happy. Wow. He had finally done it. This was going to happen. He went home. He didn't tell anybody. He began to sell off all he had to raise more money. The little that he had acquired when he was in university and he was working, he began to sell off some things, his clothes secondhand, and just left a couple, got some comfortable shoes and the money he had. And two months later, he set off to go to the office uh, as they had requested. Now, once he got to the office, he met some other people, about 12 people, and they were all waiting and dressed like he was. And he was thinking, okay, so we're traveling. Well, we're going in a group. That's fine. He was happy. He sat next to a young man called John, and they started to chat and talk. And that one too had been desperate. He wants to go to Europe. And they were all desperate people in short. About an hour later, the man who had spoken to them the first time ushered them into a bus. Now, this bus had blacked out windows, and when they sat in there, there were 12 of them without the driver. Later on, two other men joined them, and they were also dressed as Bedouins. And this man who had spoken to them the first time came on the bus and said, Well, congratulations, you're on your way to Europe. Now, these two new guys will be your guides. Obey them, listen to them if you want to get to Europe. Godspeed. And he got off the bus. And so everybody was clapping and excited, and the journey began to Europe. Now, that day, they traveled the whole day. They only stopped for a few refreshments and to ease themselves. The second day, it continued as well and they kept going. Now, on the night of the second day, they stopped finally and they were told to alight from the bus. So they all got down. They couldn't see anything because it was really dark, but they were ushered into a hall with many mattresses on the floor and told them to take one and sleep and that they'll be woken up early in the morning tomorrow morning so that was it and they all went to bed happy thinking yeah we're going to europe tomorrow Early the next morning at 4 a.m., they were all woken up by this guard and said, everybody wake up, brush your teeth, get your things together, we gotta go. So they got ready, put their clothes on, pack everything you need to pack, don't leave anything, you're not coming back here. Those were the instructions. So they got in there, John and Felix went in, brushed their teeth, had some of the bread they had bought on the way, had a boiled egg, and then they all filed outside. By the time they got outside, it was about past five, the sun had begun to come up. By the time they got themselves together, the sun was fully up and they looked ahead of them and gosh, all they could see was sand and sand and sand. They were actually in the desert. Whoa, everybody was scared and they said, well, when is the bus coming? And the guard laughed, ha 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 ha, bus, there's no bus, no bus is coming. We're going to walk across the desert to the next country. People got scared and were beginning to panicky. There were a couple of girls in the group and they were like, oh my God, how are we going to do it? And the guy said, well, if you want to wait for the bus, fine. But the bus comes every two months and there's no food here. As you can see, this is a hall. There's nobody here. You either die here or you come with us and we take you across. It's your choice. Now, if you were in the shoes, what would you do? Felix and John put on a brave face. They decided 
we're not going to get upset. We're men. We're not going to be upset. We're not going to be unhappy. We're not going to be sad. We're not going to be scared. We're going to go and we're going to make this. Well, and that's how the story started. Well, I'd love to continue with this today. But anyway, we'll be back. The story will continue in a few. Remember, I love you and God bless you. Take care. And I'll be back with the story later. Bye-bye.